Rebecca of Studio Plum. And I'm Sean of Renstead Interiors. We're interior designers. Turned internet friends. Turned real life friends. Welcome to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. We're not that hot. Or that young. Every week, we'll be spilling the tea on how a new generation of interior designers can run their businesses. Welcome Welcome to to the the club. club. Hi, Sean. What's up, Rebecca? It's we're going to be like um, Dear Abby or like oh, Emily Posts of designers today. <laughs> this is the <laughs> advice column. Yeah. Hold on. I had to think. OK, I'm sorry. That might be a that might be a shift. I had to think for a second of like, wait, Dear Abby, like. Yeah, like the advice column. I, yeah, I'm aging. Myself. What's like the current Not that hot or that young? Wait, what would be the current advice column? Is it like Reddit? Is it Slate articles? I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what current, like, <laughs> I don't know what's the um, Adam Carolla one, but that's also not current. That's also not current. <laughs> Loveline? Loveline. Are you talking about Loveline? Oh my yes. God. Uh, Okay, okay, throwback. We can edit this. Yeah, I had to like sneakily listen to that because oh, it was, know, I was nasty. Like a teenager. <laughs> yeah, that was like the only uh, place you could like get any kind of like alternative information or yeah. That was sex ed for for the kids whose parents were too like uptight or conservative or awkward to talk to their kids about anything but even like no where would you get answers as a young gay teenager like there was nowhere to find that even like if your parents wouldn't even had the answers you know stupid questions about like can I get pregnant from a toilet seat was the stupid type of stuff that was in there too which was like well someone needs to ask so we can put those stupid urban legends to bed like I think what was beautiful about it and something that hopefully will be taking forward and maybe that's the connection here uh-huh. is there's no judgment. Well, this is a some safe ju- space. Some judgment, but it is still a safe space and we want to all move forward. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. No shame, but a little judgment. It's a it's a the more you know of yeah. <laughs> of design. <laughs> Should we just get into it? Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, rip the bandaid. I'm a rip the bandaid off type of situation. So, okay. So today we just, it's not exactly a just stop because we wanted to also make sure we were saying Just starting so, something. Yeah, just start. <laughs> so do, it's a don't and do. Exactly. Because we're not just negative shit talkers. Not all the time. <laughs> Not publicly with a microphone. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So this is just some, these are notes we've been like jotting down over the years, things that we just are always annoyed by, but also it's not helpful to just be annoyed. No, like we want to see change and growth. And then also some of this is state of mind shifting, Mm -hmm. which I think there's a lot of things going on in the design industry that we we almost all universally agree are not like healthy or good practices but somehow they keep going and so maybe we'll catch a few of those with this and and start I'm not saying we're starting a revolution here but if we could just get more designers on board with this eventually the effect starts to multiply so 
We should start with our first one. We're starting a revolution. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So don't ever make your social posts look like you did the work if you didn't. I And we have touched on this quite a bit. Like this idea of what, what are we supposed to do then? If you are going to share another designer's photography, do give them credit where credit is due. Credit the designer, credit the architect, the photographer, everybody put the credits up front, mm-hmm. um, not buried in the bottom of the post at the very end or just in some tags. Um, oh, the worst is those like shady corner tags that are like piled on top of each other. So that... you never know who really did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to do that, you've, you've got to put it all out there. Make sure it's really clear and evident because that, that designer puts so much hard work into that, those projects and the photographer and the architects and the landscape designers, like everybody puts so much into those. And I know there's a lot of people that don't have huge portfolios yet that rely on inspiration and mood photography. Yes. We've talked about this. I personally have never done that. And I just personally don't love that for me, (laughs) but I share in stories, but not like on my feed. So that doesn't look like a history log of my work, but, um, I know some people feel differently and you may feel like you have to, but just, yeah, be really clear. You are inspired by this. This is not your work. Right. Um, And this also kind of dips in a little bit to like, if you're ever on a job with another professional, maybe it's a landscape designer, or maybe it's a contractor with a really big following. I don't know, but I think. Or even with a small following. Well, sure. With the following, some don't have any. Some are invisible. Invisible representation on social media, most probably. But I think there's sometimes like, I know this happened with a friend with a landscape designer recently, and there's a little bit of overlap on their um, services. So one thing you need to make it clear in your contract and stuff offline, but when it comes to when it, that project comes to fruition and it's time to show portfolio work, celebrate the pieces that everybody did. Like there's no harm in making it a bigger collaboration project. Yeah, I think everyone's work, if, if it's so weird because it's that idea of you are going to have to tell clients what part you did because there's going to be confusion. Like, Oh, you did the landscape design? It's like, oh no, actually we did the, the furnishings and we worked on the materials. Like that's not, I don't see that as a shortcoming of you as a designer if you didn't. No. It's saying like we relied on the expertise provided by the this partner in that project and the results were even better. I guess an even it. better example would be an architect designer. Like we are collaborating a lot and ideas Mm -hmm. are being shared and passed around. So it's. It doesn't belong to just one of us anymore. No. So I don't know. I just think that's just really important to just be upfront about if you can and have a good relationship with everybody, like celebrate it really. Like it's a way to grow everyone's platforms too, because that's social media should be social. And they want to share their stuff too. I'm always shocked. Like when I randomly 
tag the contractor or the architect or something like they're even more looking for content often than we we are like they are so excited to have us walking through something sharing something tagging something like that it it just pays off in heaps to us to have their goodwill back too like and if you are a contractor don't forget to tag the designer and don't put this on your website like you were a design build all by your little self oh my god because we know that's not happens yes oh it happens yes it happens but definitely it's like let's give out the good karma to everybody yeah good juju for all yes okay number two Don't pop into DMs and expect other professionals to give you their design sources or their vendors. Yeah, so this is, what's that paint color? Where'd you get that? We've never spoken before. Chairs, question mark. (laughs) (laughs) And then shit dog in the comments (laughs) that they never answer. No one Um, answered me about those, that wallpaper. So rude. So let's remember, do remember that their clients paid them for the work, hours and hours of work. And if they don't know you, they don't owe you. Boom. Put it on a (laughs) t-shirt. I would, I mean, I don't do that just because I think it's kind of rude, but I also don't mind if somebody that I know and have talked to a lot, or they're really like being friendly and hopeful about it like I don't mind answering sometimes yeah I think it's about if you've already built connections and relationships with other designers and you sort of have a level of trust you're you're very likely to get somewhere with them when you're like hey I really love those chairs do you mind sharing where those are from it's just that it's that I don't know you. I literally had to approve your message request because we've never messaged before. And you have the audacity to ask me about something. And it's like, you just started following me yesterday only so you could send this message. Like, no. And it's not just me. It's many designers have shared this experience of like, why would I share something with someone who's never had the the politeness the manners politeness I think it's a lot of this has to do with respect and um yeah just intent and approach like yeah if you're just because we're all designers doesn't mean we owe each other something well you don't just like go to somebody's house and bang down their door and ask them stuff like dinner question mark (laughs) (laughs) like this yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't eat beef. Do you have a chicken option? Versus if you have a really great relationship and you talk to someone every day, like I can just like go into your laundry door and say, hey, let's have coffee. Do you have yeah. time? Like, okay, maybe I have those designer that. relationships yeah. where I will go, oh my God, that, that I will even just be like, oh my God, the textiles on that bed were fantastic. And they'll be like, Oh my God, right? It's, and then they get, they just say the name because when they love it and they already have a rapport and they thought it was fantastic, they're, they're probably going to share it anyway. Like they want other people to know. Right. 
And it just depends. Like if somebody says they like my shoes, I'm instantly going to tell you where I got them and where <laughs> I got them on sale. Like that's just how I am. But yeah. don't expect that from everybody. Don't don't expect it. I and think don't be rude. Like just don't be rude. I guess if somebody yeah. was rude and asked me where I got the shoes, shoes, <laughs> shoes? Question not. mark. Then I might not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't expect professionals to give you their time so you can pick their brain. Oh man, this is a big one. This one is rough because we are, we, I like philosophically know that most of us and you, you, you and I included, and so many of our other like friends of the OG hotties out here, like we firmly believe in the value of connections in our community. But if you are still building a connection with someone, do ask to pay for a consultation hour or find out if they offer something like peer-to-peer mentorship, if it makes sense. And they may say no, and you're not going to be mad about it. Yeah. Um, I used to do this a lot in my early days of my career because I made a huge leap in my job. I had a big community in Sacramento and a lot of I had a lot of coffee dates that year and I actually really loved it because I needed it too. I felt like cut loose and not sure where I stood in my community. So I made a lot of close relationships that way. So in that way, I guess we were a little bit equal. There was some equity, Mm -hmm. Um, but now that we most of us are probably busy. Most of us know what our hour is worth. There's an actual dollar amount <laughs> tied to yes. it. That like time just, is money, literally. Literally. So to ask <laughs> somebody to just give you free advice, it doesn't come off that well. Some designers get pissed about it. Like I've seen some tirades on the other side that I don't necessarily agree with either but yeah some of the reaction doesn't match the infraction (laughs) (laughs) wow we're just rhyme time today (laughs) yeah so I actually I think I don't know if we've talked about this I actually added that onto my hourly virtual consultation I added that as one of the things that we can do so if anyone wanted to pick my brain you can book a virtual consultation with me sure Sean would do it too I've seen a few designers talk about that um, on their expert sessions. Right. That it's just like, if you just want to talk about the world of design and the career in design or whatever, like, cool. The time is booked. You paid me for it. Let's sit down and talk. Like, Whatever value you can get. Yeah. So yeah. that's a really easy way. So I have a few professionals in this industry or other industry that I'm curious about. Something that they have expertise on. And I will ask, like, can I pay you for an hour of your time so I can pay your brain? Like, that's just a transaction that feels very easy. We all have very limited bandwidth. So it's got to be something that has, I don't want to make it about like, oh. Tit for tat. Tit for tat. But it is a, a little bit about, okay, great. Like a mentorship is not. it's not a two-way street like it very definitely benefits the mentee a lot more 
than the mentor. Like there's not a lot of what's in it for me if you're the one who's having their brain picked. Like, yes, people it's a, that it's have- a hard sell. And I hope to get to a point again where I can have more formal mentorships. And that would be my way of giving back. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, more of like a charitable donation in a way. And I do think it, there is value in doing that, but it has to be set 100%. up that way and in agreement. Yes. So all of that is to say, don't be afraid to make friends with other designers. Yeah, we're not saying you can't sit with us. Like, we don't, <laughs> we're not trying to be like that about it. So in comparison, say hi when you see someone in real life. I think that's super important to make real mm-hmm. people connections. This happens a lot at market. We have actual friends that we have met from market, from people just saying hi, we recognize you from the podcast yeah it happened to me at a bedrosians oh, yeah. shout out ali shout out ali <laughs> like if you see us and we're out somewhere and we're gonna be somewhere at the same time like don't just lurk in the background like do the surha slide say what's up where are you gonna be are any chance you're going to a happy hour or are you going to be at a certain showroom? I'd love to just swing by and say hello. Like, it's been a really great, rewarding relationship to meet people in person. And it really does help build this, like, environment where we can bounce ideas very quickly with each other and and be like, oh, what did you think of this? What did you think of that? It's so much different when you're in person sharing your thoughts and your challenges with each other. And I think that's what's great about market is because we've already earmarked that time. Like no one's trying to bill for clients right then. Like yeah, we're yeah. out and about. We've deemed this, you know, market time, which includes some social activity. Yes. So that you're we're, you're already in the zone. We're at a cocktail party. Like let's chat. Let's like do that's it. a great time to do it. So don't yeah. be shy. We love it. I people always approach us. Oh. I'm so nervous fangirling that's not you don't need to be nervous we're not don't need to do that we're gonna be weird oh I'm kind of, I can be I can be kind of awkward in person and I'm on the opposite <laughs> end where Rebecca's Sean's like, like Sean's been talking to those talking. people for three hours so I'm just gonna go back to the hotel and then it's like four hours later and I'm still there <laughs> oh my god yeah so many times we just leave we just walk away like you like to chat. Uh, okay. You guys know that I will be easily, I am easily cornered. Like, no, you cannot say talking, goodbye. Like, you can't I, say goodbye. You're like my brother. Like, literally, I have to go bye, 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 bye. Hang up the phone. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. <laughs> but, okay. So I'm not trying to be shady about that. I'm awkward but, because I'm like kind of a shy person. I will never make you feel uncomfortable, I hope. Um, so please. Please, please, reframe, please, Reframe the idea of competitors. Yes. Like we all have different things to offer. There's work for everyone. Be, make friends with other designers. Yeah. And, and that's not just about us. Yeah. If you recognize somebody from Instagram, please go say hi. Like that's. 
it's sort of like the playground rules of like, oh, if you want to do something, why don't you ask them to play? Like kids yeah. who are like, oh, I don't know, no one will play with me. It's like, well, have you offered to play with anyone else as the, well, what if everyone's just standing around scared to dance? Like, exactly. Or like, someone. I feel old again, but like, I never get any letters in the mail. Well, do you ever write any letters? Like you have yeah. to like be a good pen pal to get good pen pals. There you go. So make real life friends. We say this all the time. Sean and I are only friends because of Instagram. And we knew we were both going to market at the same time. Yep. It's like a missed connection personals ad. And make sure you have an out because they, you might not. They might be a weirdo. Like Sean really like barely gave me (laughs) any commitment, but we worked it out. (laughs) That's Sean. It's like, I don't know. We're going to be there for a little bit. And How about we'll meet it? for seven minutes? No, <laughs> I don't no. remember that. I need no, to I'm back just those DMs no, we back to January 2020. Well, what we did do, I think we've probably said this before, is we DM'd and then we decided to have a Zoom date to like make sure. We screen each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like what kind of conversation will we actually have in person? Because that was before you showed your face on Instagram. Yeah, I really wasn't doing much at all. So I kind of was like, you need to get your face I will, out there. I, I don't know what you look like. That might be the other do for designers is like, you got to let people find out who you are. Well, like, that's true. They gotta, won't recognize you. If they're they not going to know who you. you are. If you don't put anything online, like every other designer is like, who is this person? Are they even half the profiles who DM me, who I like have trouble communicating with are they're designers, but like, they're messaging from personal accounts that have private profiles with no information. So it's no like, names. I'm not going to be friends with someone else who's like a secret personality. So if you want people to be friendly with you, you got to give them a little bit of some background search that they can do. Like they got to find something. That's a really good you. point. That's a really good point because if we hadn't actually DM'd, I wouldn't have recognized you in the wild because at the time you weren't doing your cute little reels and stuff. Like that was pretty <laughs> one room challenge. Time. Like was what got me to start yeah. showing yeah. more. That's like, how we met. Get past yeah. that hurdle was oh I'm gonna get on some stories and talk. And now I do like pre-screen people. Like what are they sharing? Who are they? What's out there? And I think in a very similar way. Not that we had to go down this whole path, but clients do that too so it's not just about relationships with other designers it's also like people want to know who the heck it is that they're going to work with and what it's going to be like so the more that's out there the easier it is for them to make that decision like and you decide what's out there but I I strongly believe you've got to show your face I don't care what you look like I don't care what you think you look like I've always, I've always kept the bar really low in that department so that I never feel like I have to get my glam on to show up on stories. Cause I don't, yeah. and it doesn't matter. Like I'm a human, if I'm working on my house and I'm painting a room and I'm talking to you, I am not going to look cute doing it. 100%. There, I'm not Julia Markham. Cause somehow she manages to always <laughs> 
look done. She's like, okay, guys, let me know when the set is ready. Okay, okay, action. No, I I'm mean, painting. no shade, no like, shade. I mean, she was, she probably gets up and does her makeup. I do not. She had the I whole glam to. squad before she goes and starts painting. Like, but if you want to do your makeup, do your makeup. It doesn't matter. Do you be like let people know you? So that's that's that. That's our little. So it's kind of in a good way here talking about speaking of other designers. Don't copy other designers work. And maybe it's time for you to shut off your Pinterest and your Instagram a little bit. I, yes, I think we all need to feel confident that our point of view is unique and important. If you like color and you're not designing with color, why? Your audience will find you. You should feel like you can push yourself creatively and make your own little niche. I don't know. There's some aesthetics that have taken over our industry. I think we've talked about this, but like I used to feel this weird amount of shame around not liking, no, not, not liking. Liking things that aren't in like yes. the popular bubble. And more of that is coming out. Like, I think more of what I, I'm also finding my people and my aesthetic mentors, I guess, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. still like, I have to put my own spin on it. Yeah. The stuff that's popular, that's really done that it's beautiful, but I would be really sad to be a creative person and a designer doing that same stuff for the rest of my career. Like that just does not sound like my fantasy for my design journey. Like who I want to be, what I want to put out there. Like I would, it would be really depressing to be doing the same stuff for 30 years. Yeah. Like I've talked to designers that have, that work in firms with you know, larger teams and yeah, like the firm I'm thinking of has a very specific aesthetic that they are known for. And that's where the clients come for. They don't mm -hmm. come for something that looks completely different. They don't come for thinking out of the box. They come for that aesthetic. This firm does very well. And I've talked yeah. to designers in that situation and they're like, there, there is no breaking out of it. Like they're stuck now. And that it might be paying bills, be but it's not creating. I thrills. feel like many it's of not our creating thrills <laughs> pays the bills, but doesn't give you thrills. <laughs> and that's a problem because I know that many of our listeners are independent or small firm designers who are trying to do different things and like got into this to do something that is their own. And it, it can still be your own business, but if you are creating what other designers are creating and like literally the whole source list is the same and every room could look like their room, that's not, that's not always your own anymore. Like philosophically, it's, it's not always yours anymore. It's, it's like a carbon copy. Yeah. And there's some copyright issues sometimes. <laughs> some creative, some intellectual property problems created by that. Like, I just feel like there is so much room for us to expand and to do more and to 
challenge ourselves to stop looking at everyone else and, you know, do, do really like, do you, I don't know another way to say it. It's just find new influences. Find new influences. That's what I was thinking. Like if I get stuck and I feel like I'm too heavily influenced by a certain Instagram account or Pinterest or whatever, that's when I pull out like vintage stuff or like, you know, my vintage architectural digest from the seventies. Like what is different about this? What can I, one thing you would save. Yeah. And what would, and it always sparks a new idea, maybe completely unrelated to what I'm looking at, but it's, I don't know. I just think first and foremost, I think we're all creatives and we got to create not copy. That's it's a trap of creating the same thing just because it's easy and it really does take a lot of time and energy to find new ideas and to formulate them and and trends are like really hard to see sometimes this happened in graphic mm-hmm. design this is just like a straight up creative industry thing yes like you don't know like i had a client yesterday at our one of our power hour sessions asking like is brass a trend I'm like yeah probably like is are you gonna love it in 30 years I don't know maybe Mm, interesting but it's so hard it's like a um invisible gas that we can't see it's like (laughs) it's poisoning us not a stinky gas but like oxygen like you don't know like it's just in the room it's in the zeitgeist we're so influenced like okay Okay. so don't you look at things from like I look at things from like my last house eight years ago okay does it feel that long ago and look at it and I'm like oh my god that was a trend I get uh I I have some things that I'm embarrassed by now because I'm like I wish I had known better but like truly that's part of the learning experience like every designer is going to go through some of that to some degree but I also feel like I look back and I was like, oh God, like the West Elm of it all was taking over my brain. Like I had like a little parasite in my head and we were all just creating the same thing. And it's all you knew. It's all you knew. So that's where you like push yourself to just get new influences, whether it's old books, magazines, really crazy different accounts that you never would have thought of. So I feel like I'm constantly... I feel like now I'm I'm kind of like an old man of design because I'll bring up other designers or architects or people and and like my Monica's on my team as our studio assistant and she'll be like who like she said I said Nate Burgess <laughs> and she was like who and I was like what <laughs> like my head exploded and they were cleaning it off the walls oh, and then no. I had to give like a little history lesson of that and like how Oprah pretty much made his career and it was like Oprah this is who? shocking. Uh, who? The woman who interviewed the Markles? Um <laughs> I mean I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't know who Oprah is because she doesn't have a show anymore. She doesn't have a show anymore. So it's like that's where there's so much out oh, there no. for us to pull from and we've forgotten about it. And why are we just paying attention to like two designers who are doing the same stuff over and over and over they have millions of followers i'm just saying i mean if you just want to get rich then 
do a formula and call it a day. I mean, and there's, and I'll say even with that, they ain't no guarantee you're going to be rich. Like No, because you probably are too late. (laughs) It's, you already missed it. You need the next thing. You need the next idea. Yeah. Because it's trying to be like Joanna Gaines. That's too late. She's already moved on. You already missed it. She's already moved on. She's already making her next millions. Like you don't want to be trying to eat the crumbs off of her first millions. Eat the crumbs off her shiplap walls. <laughs> Crummy shiplap? <laughs> what? Okay, so we just hope this is more encouraging. A little check yourself before you wreck yourself. I don't know why we're rhyming so much today. Maybe because we're recording we're on a Saturday. A little a little punchy on a Saturday, like getting it out there. But also it's this idea of like, we can do it. It's, it's all possible. It's just not easy stuff to do. Like, yeah, it takes a little more work and a little more effort and, but the payoff is so, so worth it. It is. It better be. (laughs) I mean, I'm, we're how many years in on this with us and it's still, it's still working more than two, like two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, Thanks for waxing poetic with us designers. Rhyming poetic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Until next time. Stay hot designers. Thanks for joining this meeting of the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Check out the show notes there for links to things we talked about today. We are keeping the conversation going on Instagram, so don't forget to like, comment, and follow at Hot Young Designers Club. You can find Rebecca on Instagram at Studio Plum. And you can find Sean at Renstead Interiors. That's W-R-E-N-S-T-E-D. Jaw rule. Whatever happened to him? <laughs> he got canceled after the fire festival. But that wasn't the fire festival wasn't his fault though. Yeah, like the it fact was. that that he was the founder. Wait, he was the one who knew about all the stuff going wrong though. Well, I feel I like it know. was the white guy. It's always a white guy.